You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Boss Hog of Liberty Podcast. This is episode number 143 of East Central Indiana's favorite podcast. I'm Jeremiah Moore. Today I'm joined by a plethora of co-host guests and others. On my far left, we got uh, Cade Coger. On my right, intern Mason. Over on the producer's chair, we've got uh, uh, Chris Guffey. And of course, my forever co-host, Dakota Davis. Today's episode features, well, just the four slash five of us and then our significant others minus Mason. We're going to be talking about uh, everything that you can expect coming in uh, 2020, whether it be the uh, presidential election, is Trump still going to be in the race, and uh, Greg Pence versus Janine Lee Lake, and all the way down to the county elections that we have coming up this year. And uh, we're going to be talking about our predictions for those offices, and then where the Boss Hog of Liberty podcast is heading in 2020. And make sure you stick around to the end to hear some of our ideas. So this show is about our lives in rural Indiana. We're here to push your boundaries and make you think as individuals. Sometimes we will provoke you. Other times we'll make you laugh. But hopefully you'll always learn something new. This is right. going to be, uh, this is going to be, it's not a year in review. We're looking forward, Dakota. That's right. This is, uh, this is a forward looking show. Always progressing. That's, that's our motto here. No, it's not. I just made that up. <laughs> no, we, there should have been a meeting or something. We didn't. Mm-hmm. We never agreed to that. You know, typically whenever we change things, it's when you're on vacation. It is, and I'm going to be gone. Uh, uh, Kevin uh, says that Brooks says hi, Mason. I already that's, loved uh, it. I great. think um, in the in the chat. Uh, yeah, I've got a I've got a, a big vacation coming up in in February, so I assume that you will. Uh, You'll yep. probably move the studio, change mm-hmm. change the name of the show, and uh, hire a few more co-hosts while I'm gone. Yep. Well, you know, it's the only time I get free reign, and then I just do whatever I want. It was perfect when you were on the cruise, and you could not give any feedback whatsoever. It's happening again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm somewhat nervous. Although the changes you made were great. We got a, we got a fantastic mm-hmm. logo. Yeah. Uh, Spangle tried to offer a new logo this week, and I was like, oh, I think we like what we got. Yeah, I definitely wasn't going to say anything on that, because I literally just Thursday... I, today's Thursday, Tuesday, got my Boss Hog Liberty sweatshirt in the mail. Did you? Yeah. Finally. So <laughs> I was like, darn time for you to get in the club. <laughs> we definitely are not changing the logo now. <laughs> so we'll, we'll just have to stick with uh, some other changes. Who so knows? we're still selling those through the, uh, we're not moving. Mike Royals in the chat <laughs> going, don't be moving. <laughs> not going anywhere. Uh, unless Dakota does something while I'm out on a boat. Um, how do people get sweatshirts? That's right. We have the T-Chips uh, stores. It's where you get all of your merchandise. If you don't want to sign up at Patreon, patreon.com slash boss hog liberty, you can go to tchip.com slash B-H-O-O-1, 2, or 3. And that is where you see uh, our, our three tiers of merchandise. Um, B-H-O-O-1 is uh, just uh, basic logo gear. It is uh, your cheapest if you just want to get a plain T-shirt. And then BHO3 is where you get uh, the awesome hoodies that you hear us talking about that have the uh, the slogan on the back that says local stories, national impact. And then we also have hashtag red for Rob. It's still going on. It's uh, We're in the final week, aren't we? That's right. One week left. That's it. 
So if you want your Red for Rob t-shirt, then you need to get on over there now because I'm going to be closing that down over Christmas. So make sure you get on there. I'll, I'll keep it up through Friday. I have seen a few people have shared it and uh, they've received them and, and shared pictures. Right. It's, it's been awesome to see. Uh, very cool. And of course, that one, none of that comes to us. That's all going to uh, the Newcastle Career Center. That's right. Uh, and the welding program. So that's, and then that's really also fun. we have Patreon members to thank. Uh, Patreon.com slash Boss Hog of Liberty. That's how we pay the bills. That's how Mike Broyles gets his rent check every month. Uh, if you join at any level, then you get access to all of the bonus content that we put out. You also get access to show notes in advance. If you're $50 a month or more, then we give you a shout out on every show. Those folks are Christy Avery, Jonathan Phillips, Craig DaCosta, and Chris Lamb, the newest member of the $50 a month club. If you join Patreon, then next week you'll actually get an episode. If you're not on Patreon, then next week you have nothing. You'll get nothing and you'll like it. It's going to be a big episode, though. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to record it tonight. That's why some of y'all are dressed in Christmas gear. I wore something fluffy. That's that's something. But uh, mm. if you sign up tonight, we will get you added in and you'll see the uh, uh, you'll get the Facebook live version of it immediately as a member. And then you'll get it uh, pushed directly to your email. That's uh, right. Any level you pick. Name your price. <laughs> it's like it's like <laughs> it's like progressive. It's like, it's like uh, buying a buying a hotel room back. Where's in the day flow when we Shatter. need her? The name your price tool. It's on Patreon, too. Should I say that or is that copyright infringement? I, I think knows? he's, I don't think he's right. I don't think, I don't think that's Flow from progressive. Yeah. Name your price tool. That's name your, you about. name your price for car insurance. Yeah. yeah. What? Have, what is this? I am not been? at all familiar. It's because you got a guy. I'm very, I'm very difficult to reach. Yeah. I'm, I'm sold with John Michael Norris, John Michael Montgomery Norris. And yeah. he's my guy. He's my guy too. Yeah. Uh, he's, uh, he takes care of me. I don't need some girl dressed up as an actor, as an actress that, that has a little thing that plugs into your car. No, I got a guy. Well, they need to get a guy for the Patreon, and that is us. <laughs> so that patreon.com slash boss hog of liberty is where you sign up and you'll get the Christmas gift exchange bonus episode for next week. We All have right. we have so much to look forward to in twenty twenty. It's a, it's a, gonna be a big year. Uh big election year. Yep. Uh last night, uh producer Chris came over to my house uh mm-hmm. very late after after attending his two hundred and tenth public meeting of the year. And, uh, we watched, uh, C-SPAN together like, uh, like old women. <laughs> it's true. We did. <laughs> you cuddled me. I cuddled you. It was, yeah. we kept each other warm. Yeah. Sarah was a little jealous. Uh, it's true. so we watched the president get impeached. We did, uh, pretty much party lines. Like we all thought it was going to happen. A few Democrats, uh, jumped across the border. A couple voted no. Tulsi Gabbard voted president. president. Yeah. That, I, you know, I think that's a smart decision number. Yeah, that was really good. She put out that statement today about why she decided to vote present and why she was taking the center instead of going along the uh, the party lines. I really, I I really enjoyed what she had to say. I agreed with it. You much you, you agreed with having no backbone at all and just saying, "Yeah, I'm here." I I don't know. I don't know if I, I agree do. or not. I what just, just I think fence what riding up the middle. Mm-hmm. No no comment. Just <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what I would do yeah. if I was in her position. I'm here, pay me, but I'm not going to make the hard decisions. But maybe president. That's what you're saying. Yeah. All right. Yep. That's what I would do if I was her. Because it, the thing is, is that it, she's it, she was admitting that President Trump has done wrong. He is he's done wrong in areas, but uh, he every president has done wrong. Every president is basically a war criminal in the United States, and. We because we kill innocent civilians overseas constantly with our drone strikes. So she's saying 
yes, he, he's done wrong. But after looking through 658 pages of the impeachment hearings and why we were trying to decide to impeach the president, she decided that it that what they were trying to impeach him for wasn't worth an impeachment vote. So it was, but so so the three Congress people that we talk about the most on this show are probably Tulsi Gabbard, yeah. Justin Amash, and yeah. Thomas Massey, yeah. and they all cat three of them cast different sides of this issue. Mm-hmm. Um, we're a house divided at this time. Uh, <laughs> so so Massey voted no with all the Republicans. He's still a Republican, and Amash voted yes. Uh, and Ama- and, and Cade, last night on social media, you were, uh, you were sharing the, the Thomas Massey side mm-hmm. saying it's all political. It's witch hunt and, and it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm like, well, Cade's wrong. Let me go find to- what, 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 what Amash posted. Cause I was like, he's like every Congress needs to assert their authority again. Well, hold on. Thomas said that I didn't say it. I just shared it. <laughs> oh, you just shared it for the clicks. <clears throat> yeah. You, uh, you, you had to get called out to, yeah. to come around. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't really post any caption or say that this is exactly what I think. I just shared it. It's true. I mean, true. When, if you're doing that, I think we're also yeah, talking I to think, the guy that put lot, that uh, plowed Trump into it. There's a lot of assuming going on there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that now that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I did that for sure. Yeah. Back when he had a working drone, <clears throat> your drone's been broken way too long. Yeah, he's, he's good. He's got a connection with uh, Zachary Bertram now. Yep. So, you you think you do come on this down on the side of impeachment though, Cade? I think so. Uh, from what from what we've seen, I think he's how the mighty have fallen. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just I've been pretty disappointed the whole term so yeah. far. So. I think he should have been impeached whenever he banned bump stocks. Yeah. So, what about you, Mason? Do you have any thoughts? Are you anywhere on this? Do you care? You just it's all theater and the hell with it. I just let it flow. I mean, like it's it's an impeachment, but. You know, when it goes to the Senate, it's just everyone's going to vote party lines again. He's going to stay in office, and I still think he has a legitimate chance of winning a second term. If yep. they present so, to the Senate. Uh, yeah, if, yeah, so if they present the articles to the I did the a Senate. little bit of reading today, and apparently one senator can say, yeah, let's just dismiss the charges. Yeah. And then a simple majority throws it out, and there yeah, is yeah. no trial at all. Yeah. <laughs> very, very possible that that's what happens, because <laughs> yeah. the yeah. Republicans have a 53 to 47 majority. Um. So it wouldn't take very many. That said, with it being that tight, if you get a couple like Mitt Romney, who's never been a pal with the president, and maybe a Rand Paul, you don't know what Rand's going to do. He's always he's a pal with the president. He's always dancing around. So, it. Who knows? And then along with all these extremes, I've heard two different extremes today that he can run for a third term now. Yeah, I've <laughs> seen that too. And he also, he's not removed yet. Also, he can't run for a second term. So yeah. if... If they vote to remove him, yeah. the the Senate can take a second vote yeah. to say that the individual removed is no longer eligible to serve. Mm-hmm. So potentially you could be removed and still be eligible to run again. Yeah. Or they could say, yeah, you're done. Yeah. Now that's so far theoretical. It's not mm-hmm. going to happen. They have to have 60, one over two thirds, which would be 67 votes yeah. to remove. Mm-hmm. Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. <laughs> there, this is, and that's why I've been saying the whole time it's all theater. Yeah. Um, They're posturing for the election. Yeah, this is posturing, and, and it's a big calculation on both sides. But, and it, but is it really? But good? it's great for CNN and Fox News yeah. and mm-hmm. podcasts like this because damn it, we're getting clicks and downloads. Sure. <laughs> so I, I I thought and about as long this as it's today, good for us, we we <laughs> have always heard from Trump supporters. It was a, this was a big saying in 2016 that he plays uh, what they call 40 chess. 
And I got to thinking about today, and I think that the impeachment is pretty good for Trump. Being impeached but then not removed from office, yeah, it, it's going to do, it's going to do well for him because it seems like every time, well, when he's in Trump, conflict, he does better, right? Yeah, and and Trump was a Trump was a a reactionary election. the yeah. The election of Trump was a a reaction to polarization, and I think that uh, if he's not removed, if the the Senate, if they if they do just vote and dismiss everything, and they don't even care then it's going to make Trump look good. So was 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 Trump behind the scenes on some of this? Was he working secretly with Nancy Pelosi? Absolutely. To not. get to get some of this done? No, I don't hey, Nancy. Think, I don't think this helps him accomplish any of the things that he wants to accomplish. Hey Nancy and Uncle Chuck, I got I got some favors to ask. Pulling in some favors. Listen, your girl Tulsi, <laughs> you, we all know that you hate her. And she's going to be facing me. You would you rather have me or Tulsi? And they say, well, we would rather have you. In office than Tulsi Gabbard. That's so that's then, where you come down. Yeah. So then they, so then they help Trump by uh, proceeding with impeachment hearings to so, make him uh, to make his chances better. As you've handicapped this, <laughs> you say in the presidential election, Trump has a ninety nine percent chance. Yeah. Of facing one of the Democrats in the fall. Correct. I think you know there's a one percent chance that Bill Weld beats him out. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Old Bill. Old Governor Weld is gonna is gonna win from not being on any of the uh, on any <laughs> of the not, ballots and not, not in the ballot. states that they aren't having primaries and no debates. Yeah, <laughs> there's still I'm a not chance. even sure Trump's gonna show up for debates in the fall yeah. against against yeah. anybody uh, for the general. No, I think he will. Yeah, it's showbiz, I mean, baby. Exactly. Well, especially <laughs> if you put him up. If, if Warren ends up on the stage against right across from him, <laughs> I can already see it. All it's gonna be is. Pocahontas. Hello, Pocahontas. <laughs> yeah. Ah, Pocahontas, what are you doing it would, tonight? It would or, almost be better than whenever him and Hillary were on the debate stage. Yeah. Oh. We would get so many good gifts and so many good memes to use for the next 10 years that it's worth it. Did you guys um, listen to any of his speech last night Absolutely. at, yes. at, his, at yes. his rally? Parts. So I was listening to another podcast and he, he was playing clips. You were listening to Stepping Ben Shapiro. Out. I was. And he was, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> Trump's just like, all right, Crooked Hillary. Bill's just sitting there. Hey, Crooked Hillary, you think she just calls him crooked or what? Yeah. He, he said, Ben said, or Trump said, do you think that, do you think the bill just calls her, her Crooked Hillary or do you think she, he just calls her crooked? Couldn't hey, run the house. Hey, crooked. <laughs> this is what. This and then is that's what he does. But then he also is... did. He also did make a a big boo boo. And you know, I, I'm I'm having trouble thinking of the representative's uh, name that he called out last night. And oh man, my Google search history is full of all kinds of crap. But uh oh. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, Trump- Debbie Dingle is uh, the name of the representative from Michigan, mm-hmm. and. Uh, her, her husband was John Dingle. Yeah, her John husband Dingle. was John Dingle, and he passed away in the springtime of this year. And that, that, she called for impeachment of the president. President Trump did not like that, and he he kind of um, apparently he's a Catholic because he he said uh, now John Dingle's going to burn in hell over her actions. He, what he so said, maybe he's been stuck in yeah, purgatory. He, he's he looking up that. Uh, yeah, she said. I she. He, Trump said that Debbie Dingell called him to thank him for the funeral that the president, that the White House put on for her husband. And she said, I know that he was looking down and he was very proud to see what was going on. And Trump said, well, maybe he's looking up. We don't know. And yeah. 
And he's in Michigan, right? Where the dude served in Congress as the longest serving Congress member in the history of the United States, beloved by the people there. He's like an hour and a half away from his district. And the, the even the crowd at a Trump rally is like, Ugh. you like you can feel <laughs> yeah. the cringe. Yeah. And yeah. then he goes, I'm pretty sure his dad was a, is a congressman too. Like I, I think he replaced his, he may have replaced his own father. Um, Gener- it's literally generations that this 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 congressional seat's been there. Yeah, it was pretty. It was. Yeah, his father John Senior won uh, in 1955. He died. His dad died, and he took the seat, and then he served until his wife took over. So yeah, he served from 55 until 2015. Yeah, his dad was a congressman from. Uh, uh, well, he's born in 1894. That's how far back we go. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, it's a, that that was probably the grossest thing that I've heard the president say uh, at a rally. And yeah. he said some pretty some pretty since the 1930s. Things. But don't since the depression, there's a ding, been a dingle serving from that family nonstop since 1933. But don't you honestly mm-hmm. expect stuff from Trump when he's at a rally? He's in front of his I don't you, expect you know. that though. That was pretty oh, bad. Oh, I mean, now it's too far. Yeah, that was no. too <laughs> not, not the Billy Bush stuff in 2016, but this no, is too that much. was fine. But that's what you expect from him, honestly. I mean, you that expect was all funny. Stuff, you expect all those stuff people like that. were alive. Yeah, like I don't. I, that was that kind of made me feel gross. But you get him in front of his his supporters, and he he does what he does, and he just he goes oh, yeah. on tirades, and he's very insult heavy on the comedy, and. That is playing very well with a lot of Americans. For sure. So, I, especially in the rural area like here, it plays very well. Yeah. And he, there was another lady that at the rally, like, started making a scene and flipping him off. And he, uh, he, he, he was like, he did the get her out of here thing. <laughs> get her out of here. He's like, get her out. Get her out. And the, you know, the crowd's just going nuts. They're like, yeah, get her out. Ooh, and this lady's flipping him off and he's like, and he starts talking about the security. He's like, what the security? Why did they let her go on this song? <laughs> and he's like, it's because they have to be too politically correct. <laughs> and he said, because they're worried about grabbing her wrist too hard because then she'll sue them and ruin their lives. And it was like, man, he just can make, he's so quick. He yeah. can make all these different connections just on the fly about literally the most random things. A woman being kicked out of a rally taking too long because the police have to be too politically correct. It was it was amazing. All right, I walked away from it. He's minute, a showman. But I'm uh, I'm back now. I'm going to do a social experiment. Hmm. There are four cookies in this bowl. I'm going to set them right here in front of Mason and see how many are left <laughs> at the end of the show. If you give an internal cookie, <laughs> you shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> We'll just see. We'll just see how this goes. Well, they're going to be gone. <laughs> There's no doubt. I tried to stay away. So along along with the Trump line, um, our congressman, uh, Mr. Greg Pence, the vice president's brother, he was sending out messages to constituents on Facebook today telling them that uh, he was standing by them and would vote no on an, the impeachment of the president. Uh, if there was 40 chess... Wouldn't our congressman be in favor of his brother becoming president? Yeah, that, dun, dun, but this dun. is Trump playing forty chess. This isn't Mike Pence yeah. playing forty chess. Yeah, Mike Mike Trump, Pence might be playing checkers. We don't know. Probably. <laughs> ah. Chess is ungodly. 
<laughs> There's a king on the board. There's two kings, one king. That's it for Mike Pence. I have a feeling. Is he the queen? No. He's in, just a, in this chess game? I think that, uh, no, Mike Pence is the bishop. He's I don't even bishop. know if he's the yeah. bishop, man. He might be the pawn. No. no. We're the pawns, brother. <laughs> I think Mike Pence, though. He's at least a rook. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a Come knight. Come on now. Uh, no, but so he was sending out these messages on, on Facebook. Janine Lee Lake is also uh, facing. She's Friend of the announced. show. Yeah, she's uh, already announced that she will be um, taking, she will be running for the Democratic nomination for the 6th District Congress. And uh, so they've, she's already started her campaigning. She's hit the ground running already. She's got her sights set for 2020. I haven't heard of any other Democrats that have come forward to try to uh, try to not in the uh, not in the six yet. I don't think Mason. Uh, you have you have news on Are the Democrats signaling? running? Nope, not me. Okay. <laughs> he's uh, working on his second of the four cookies right now. He's mm-hmm. he's shoveling them in there. <laughs> You're pretty gonna good. have to go get a refill. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna need a glass of milk. Is I, what's gonna. I was happen. just about to ask for that. <laughs> so my thought my thought was with Janine. She did really good. So I, I am a big fan of Janine personally. I like Janine a lot. She's a, I think she's a great person and I think she ran a great campaign in 2018. But I'm watching the way that she's run this campaign so far and it's not been issues based. It's very mm-hmm. negative. It's, it's been personality based around Greg Pence and, and I'm, I'm honestly, I've donated to Jean a couple of times. And I've so far I'm disappointed in that it's not about issues. It's it's gotten to be very personal and there's this Trump rage and Pence family rage that's that's gotten in. And I really hope that they rethink that strategy. That's as I'm looking at it, and I would, you know, I'm I'm very open to having somebody different represent us next term uh in Congress. I the strategy right now of just Trump anger is not gonna win the sixth district. Yeah. Issues might. Uh working really hard will. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure that the strategy that we're seeing right now is is going to yeah. get us there. I think that the most important thing for a a person like a a Democrat or a Libertarian, someone who's going to be running against Greg Pence in the sixth district, the most important thing that they can do is uh, go is go around to the constituents and go, "Did you hear from Mike Pence or from Greg Pence? Have you have you seen anything from him that isn't just uh, political posturing that goes along with the what the RNC tells him to say? Because I want because you deserve someone different. You deserve You've someone that's going to care about you. You've not seen independent thought or any individual leadership. Yeah, which is you know in Henry County here, Tom Saunders has been very popular for twenty years and he's won re-election many many times by being a guy that will stand up to Brian Bosma or whoever's running the local Republican party. Those are the same voters that, that are in Greg Pence's district here. There's, there's an appetite for an independent streak and some independent thought. And Mike Pence did that 20 years ago, 15 years ago, when Mike was our Congressman, he would stand up to George Bush and be very much on the other side of major issues uh, of the Bush administration. He was, he was opposed to the auto bailout and a number of prescription drugs before that he was, uh, very outspoken on immigration issues, uh, differently than, than the administration at the time have not seen that at all from Greg Pence no, and the way he's, and, he's behaved. And I, I think that it could, I think that it could help him, but I also, I think it might hurt him if he did it with the Republican base that he has. It's a safe seat. Yeah. It's a completely safe seat. 
He could do anything he wants. He's got more <laughs> ability and privilege to be the most independent, do whatever the hell his actual opinions are. He could he could lead in incredible ways with more political cover than a hundred other Republican congressmen. That's the problem. Is it's it's disappointing. Kate, if you had yeah. the chance to sit in the United States Congress, you would show up to work and you would actually work for the things you care about. Sure. It feels like us. I, I hate to say it, but it feels like we're being represented by a ceremonial rubber stamp congressman. Yeah, that's what it's felt like mm-hmm. as a constituent. And the submarine strategy for the year he was running for the seat ahead of time. Yeah. When there were others that were, you know, Jonathan Lamb and others that were working so damn hard to get the nomination and couldn't get the attention and couldn't get the Republicans to pay attention, who was actually going to, you know, have, have a voice in Congress. I feel like I'm one of, and I, I feel like I have no voice in Congress whatsoever. Yeah. At all. What well, my, there's just, there's no connection. There's, there's zero no connection, connection there at all. You have, like you said, we have a yes man and yeah. he just, he bows to the will of the president and his brother. That's a, I, that is, I mean, and how, kind of the definition of a conflict of interest. If your brother is, ah, that's uh, happened before, you know, I mean, we've had that, that that's happened many times where you've well, had family members fine that serving before, but with, I think with this administration, it makes it even worse because of the way that the way that Trump leads, if you're not forced, you're against this so hardcore. Mm-hmm. That's that's just the way that the Trump administration has been this whole time, and I would love to see a person like Jonathan Lamb come up and challenge him in the primary. Again. It won't happen. Yeah, there's no chance. Nobody's ever going to challenge, and that's that's why I say that I I wish that. Honestly, I don't know. I really don't know what Greg Pence stands for issues wise. Yeah. He never made he never made it. So I have I. Maybe this is exactly the way he wants to be. Then maybe this is it. But it's as a six district conti- con- it's safe. Contigu- it's very safe. Constituent. Not uh I, I, s- I don't see I don't see anything bold. There's yeah. still a Jonathan Lamb. Seems like sign. he's he's just drawn a paycheck at this point that he hasn't earned. Yeah, for sure. There's still a Jonathan Lamb sign up in Spice on along yeah. State Road Three. <laughs> I see really? That. I see that. <laughs> I see that every day. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Guffy? I, I absolutely agree with you guys. He he, the submarine tactic was ridiculous. And then if we get back to the Janine Lake it, issues, is what needs to be talked about. I don't care if you hate Trump. I don't care if you hate the Republicans. What I want to know is what you're going to do for me as my representative. Are you going to actually listen to me and let me talk to you and send you a message and actually be able to communicate with you? And so that's what. We need somebody that's going to be that and just maybe not just a plain rubber stamp. Well, my brother said to do this, so I'm doing this. You know, we've been honestly, we've been pretty well represented here before before Greg Pence was there. The Congress people from from this district, you know, David McIntosh was was very well regarded in the 90s. Mike Pence was obviously very successful. And then. You know, Luke Messer got up to be about the third highest Republican in in the House at the time, and he was he would probably be, if the Republicans had won, he may have been the Speaker. I, you know, they they were that successful. Now it's been, yeah, we got a backbencher, man. That's what it is. That's basically what it is. That you just, <laughs> yeah. I, it's almost like you you just you're never going to see anything come from it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, and maybe yeah, maybe that's uh, maybe I that's have, what we want. I, I have seen it seems like just recently, especially, but I have seen a little bit of a resurgence of constitutional Democrats. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know how much I believe that from when you're not in power, you start to, you start to do a little mm-hmm. searching to it, see what's going to work. Yeah. It kind of looks like opportunistic. Like, I don't know. It just seems like it's not something that 
has been very consistent. You and, don't see it a lot on the presidential debate stage, though. Yeah. You, but you will see it. Uh, you'll see it like on social media. Mm-hmm. People will say that the president uh, has gone against the Constitution in different ways. But yeah. it's, it, it, to me, that seems like an easy cop out mm-hmm. of why I hate the president. Yeah. 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 Your guy did it, too. I don't yeah. want to hear it. Yeah. That's that's how I feel about it. All right. State, you were talking about Tom Saunders and being yeah. a good representative for us in comparison to Greg Pence, who is a horrible representative. So as as Tom has served, I think he's been our state rep either since ninety six or ninety eight. I don't have it memorized at this point. It's been it's been a minute, right? Um but he's always been a voice that was was very independent. And I think that's served him well in Henry County in winning elections. Mason is having a hell of a time. I, he's he's been out of his chair for five minutes. I, he ate two of the cookies. He disappeared into the bathroom. And now I hear... We heard a loud noise. I hear thumping and things happening. I, I'm i truly worried. I think, you know, he's, I, I think he's in there floating. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking maybe we need to send Audrey in after him to check. To check. <laughs> Audrey says he's watching the live stream from the other room. I I don't know. Um so state rep. Um we've heard rumors. I uh, well not rumors. Uh, Aaron Dickin filed a an exploratory committee. He's not declared as a candidate yet. Yeah, but then I heard a rumor. I've heard rumors that maybe he wasn't going to. Going so I we don't know for sure. Um we're we're in uh handicapping phase, I guess. Folks don't really start filing to go on ballots until January. Mm-hmm. Mm. So uh, for the primaries, we don't know who the candidates are going to be. So we can start to have, have this conversation and, and start thinking about it, but we don't know. Mason, buddy, welcome. Welcome back to the show. Um, <clears throat> what, uh, there was a ruckus. I feel like a brand new man. <laughs> That's a Brooks and Dunn song. Well, no, I was finishing up my business and I flushed the toilet and I go to wash my hands and I don't know whose idea it was to put that bottle on top of the tank, but it fell. <laughs> and so I had to pick it up. That's all that was? That's that, not what, so. That was the only noise. Well, no. That, well, well, as, as I it sounded that, like an elephant no, got in a on. fight with a rhinoceros in the bathroom. <laughs> well, hold on. So, like, here's the toilet. There's the top of the lid and the tank. Here's the, the air freshener. And it fell and it hit. <laughs> then the lid shot off. And I, like, ran over real quick and grabbed the bottle because I thought it was glass. Turns out it's plastic and grabbed it before it hit the ground. That's why it sounded like I was all over the place. By the way, Corey, I have two cookies left, so I can't get more. <laughs> did you remember to wash your hands? <laughs> I did. You want to smell them? No, I don't okay. want it. I really don't want also, anything to do with it. Also, somebody up their Patreon because that toilet paper sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? It was one ply. <laughs> Man, I don't know how you. I might have grabbed the only one. I saw a decent. I, I feel like we normally bring the uh, the toilet paper in from my house from the surplus, and it's very premium. That's so. the only ass he's gotten months. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right. So, so yeah, it's. We'll see. I mean, state rep district fifty four. I. As always, I advocate for people running for office. Um. I hope I, I like Tom very much. I like Aaron Dickin very much, but I, I hope we have uh three way, three way races or more in all of these. Uh, and primaries are good too. So we'll see. 
we'll see what happens. I don't think we've seen anybody announced yet in district 54. And then last year, I believe there was a Gene Lysing did have Randy Howard ran in that race last time uh, for the state Senate seat. So we'll see what happens there yeah, again. Now he got kicked out of the Democrat party, so he can't <laughs> do that anymore. Yeah. I, 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 I they don't know. like it when you're racist. <laughs> so just not publicly. Okay. Well, I, I don't know what's going to happen in that one. It's a very big dif- district and it's very difficult to run from Henry County. Um, we are sitting in about the most northern portion of District 42. Uh, it goes all the way down. Our, our state senator, Gene, is from Oldenburg, Indiana, which is halfway to Cincinnati. So it's it's a massive district. Um, it's probably well represented if you're if you live in Rushville or Greensburg. Those are areas that are a little bit easier to get everywhere in the district from. Um, so we'll have to see. I, I would be surprised if we saw a candidate that was from our part of this, of the district. Um, but who knows? It's, uh, it's open. I hope somebody runs. Um, you know, it, it, once again, it makes, it makes for better, better races for everybody. So you have any thoughts on your state senator, state rep, Cade? Uh, not at the moment. We'll see how it, we'll see how it develops. <laughs> Audrey is laughing like crazy. <laughs> off Sarah screen. just came from the bathroom. So. You stared at me. They're talking about how bad it smells over there. It can't be bad. (laughs) Can't be bad. Should have lit a match. They had to. There were matches in there. They're sitting on the sink. I was going to ask that. That's why they're in there. Literally why they're there. I didn't know that. The bathroom is so close to the studio and the vent doesn't go through the roof. I blew about half a bottle of Febreze. (laughs) (laughs) Now it smells like shitress. There's. there's Oh, did I keep the door open? <laughs> it's fresh. So we have, along with the the presidential election, the, our congressional seats up. We and our state rep and state senator seats are up. We also have um, some some county elections that are going to be going on: uh, coroner, surveyor, middle district commissioner, southern district commissioner, and uh, three at large county council races. So there was a, there was actually a rumor that I heard from a member of the Republican Party here, an elected official, that there was a rumor in their headquarters that I would be running in the primary in the Southern District, and that Bobby Plummer was worried about it. Are you a Republican now? <laughs> Are you the Republican uh, Libertarian uh, County Chairman? Yeah, yeah. you defected, <laughs> and you You're just the, don't know yet. Uh, hey, I'm just asking. <laughs> Yeah, I'm that just, was the rumor. I'm just asking, buddy. I said they don't they don't even have to worry about me running as a libertarian this time. It's not let alone as a Republican. I mean, you're, I mean, you're a politician. God. Nobody believes you when your mouth moves. That's true. But that's it's not happening. You can rest easy. I'm not going to run for county commissioner as a Republican in the primary. <laughs> That'd be funny though. I don't know. Content. I mean what if what if you started raising money? Well, the problem is, is that then I would win. What if you started raising money as a Republican? Hmm. Yeah. And then you changed your mind. And then I flip flop. And then you don't know. Yeah. Maybe you become a Democrat. Maybe you're a green. I, I thought I knew you before you got these tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> I could be. Could be a green. I, I, I know there was at least one sign in Newcastle that had a Jill Stein sign in 2016. So, you know, there's one member here. It's possible. So somebody that was a liberal hippie and wanted 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 their uh, their candidate represented. 
So yeah, it, I mean, it's a big year. It, it's probably a little bit early to, uh, to start to talk about the names and the folks that are going to be there, but the filing dead, the filing window is about to open. Um, so we'll see, we'll see what happens. I know we've, we're expecting, um, probably two open Henry County council seats, uh, in the new year with, uh, with Mike Thal's, uh, congratulations on your service, by the way. Uh, he, his last day as a county council person, his last meeting was today. I understand he's stepping down. So that seat is opening up and will be filled, uh, in the short term. And then our friend Councilman Clay is, uh, is not going to seek another term. So that seat's going to be open. So you've got at least two open. I know Harold Griffin is running for another term, uh, on the council. Uh, so, you know, that, that's likely that he would be able to retain that seat. Uh, pretty well liked. So we'll just have to see. There's, uh, the county council is obviously a big, uh, a big one as well. That's at large. So you don't have the small micro districts that you do, you know, in the, in the 20, uh, 2018 election, you had individual districts for right. council, uh, commissioner and council, the entire county votes. So you're representing 50,000 people. It's a huge Correct. lift to yeah. actually run those races. It's a lot more walking than when uh, a lot more doors, a lot more walk. folks to get to. Uh, and the, the same thing with the sheriff, you know, the sheriff's on the ballot. Sheriff's not on the ballot this year. According to the county website, sheriff is, this is not an election year for sheriff. And that, that's also according to, uh, um, uh, Chad Malico. Yeah. Okay. All right. He so, corrected me on that one too. So sheriff, sheriff comes off, but you're, uh, your surveyor and a number of others. Coroner. Coroner is, is yeah, it's coroner, surveyor, middle district, southern district. And then the three county council races. Those are the only elections and for the county this year. Uh, but yeah, I, I've heard a lot of rumors and I don't know why that is. And if I just plain up ask the person that I heard the rumor was about, they usually are, look at me like they're surprised to hear it. So I don't know where, where these are coming from. I don't know who's starting them. I don't know if it's the a lot pers- of wishful thinking, I think. Yeah. I, I, I keep hearing about many different people. That, oh, I heard, I, I've, I've heard rumors about you running and I've heard rumors about Chris. I've heard, I've heard rumors about <laughs> everybody, a lot of people. No, not everybody in the room. I haven't heard about Cade. <laughs> I am not running for <laughs> time, and to, I, time to start some rumors. <laughs> I heard that Mason was going to be, uh, running for the surveyor. The only thing being ran as a train, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> I hear the train coming. That's some inside baseball. That was, that was a good one, Mason. Thank you. Props on that. Yeah, you finally participated. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been over an hour, and here we are. We <laughs> well, I just spent 15 minutes in the bathroom, so. Yeah. But, you know, if you have a rumor... And you think that uh, you think that it's an interesting rumor? Email Maybe. Dakota at BossHogLiberty right. with your I cra- know. wild and crazy, crazy rumors that he's going to report. If you hear a rumor and you are not brave enough to ask the person the rumor is about, I will do it for you. You're just going to go check on people? Yeah, I send a message. Oh, hold on. on Facebook. Hold on, you're not going to check. You're going to send the producer <laughs> to check. I've, like, I haven't asked you to check one time. Not yet. You're going to be like. Hey, Chris, while you're at that. So take those unfounded accusations and check them at the door. I will not. <laughs> I will not. Because it seems like you always get, you guys always get me to go to the meetings. And then I just naturally just put them in my schedule and they just, I have to go now. They're on the schedule. I've never once asked you to go to a meeting for me. Uh, mm, never once. 
Okay. I, I, All right. I feel like that's let's, untrue. Let's, I'm taking back along. your Christmas present. Let's move along. <gasps> as we do have a very busy show. Uh, by the way, if you're listening and watching now, this is the free portion of the show. Uh, it's like two bonus shows this, uh, this week and next week. If you, uh, if you join the Patreon, Boss Hog of Liberty, uh, on Patreon, if you search, uh, go to patreon.com and search for us. Um, we're going to do a big Christmas episode here in a few minutes. So if you want to see that, join now. We'll check the app. We'll get you added in and then it'll be emailed directly to you as well. All right, it's the end of the year, Dakota. Old Lang Syne is going to be playing soon. Yep. Um, we're headed we're to looking a, forward. The Roaring Twenties. Roaring Twenties. Starting a new decade. Mm-hmm. I hope we've all accomplished something. Something worthwhile. You and I got married. That was something. Mm-hmm. Dakota, you, you, uh, you're going to become a dad next decade, but Cade, you became yep. a dad this decade, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Twice. You, you got that done. Yeah, twice. <laughs> Two times. <laughs> <laughs> Mason, you, uh, you're a boiler now. That's something. You did yeah, that. Is it though? <laughs> you you were a high school athlete. Was emphasis on the <laughs> was. You accomplished so much, Guffy. You were an American hero in this last decade. At the end, of, at the very beginning of it, yeah. I mean, in the decade, yeah. And I got choked up by Cade five times. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a it's been a big decade. We got very a new good. one coming up, and we started essentially in his favorite podcast. In this decade. In this decade. Mm-hmm. Now we're looking forward to something new. So where are we going to take it? Zach wants to know if you became a teenager in this decade as well. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Maybe. I don't. Hmm. What year did I turn 13? <laughs> it was. Yeah. Right at the start. Right at the very beginning. Yeah. And in this decade, I, uh, I, I was working where I do now. Had the. <laughs> I got the job title. I As a matter now. of fact, the very first thing I did at the start of this decade was become a teenager. That's uh, pretty pretty much right there at the beginning. Yeah. That was the very first thing I did. My birthday is on New Year's Day. So I, I turned 13 when Mason's, two, 10 years ago. When Mason started this decade, he turned 10. Mm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was a 10. He, got, he started getting his adult teeth at the beginning of this decade. <laughs> 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 Fair enough. <laughs> and and most of them have come in. They haven't come in that nicely, but damn it, they're there. We're getting it that taken care of, hopefully soon. <laughs> the Smile Direct Club picking you up. Are they gonna be a sponsor? No, it's bad enough. They said no. <laughs> <laughs> you would make a great before and after picture. Yeah, no. They're maybe maybe not that confident in themselves. Actually, then. Christy Avery recommended a place. Pretty affordable, but I'd have to make that long trek to Fort Wayne. Fort Wayne. To the fort. Nobody wants to go there. Maybe, maybe what we should do is start, you and I will just go start cold calling orthodontists looking for sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Corey Owen says he's been yelling at Mason to stay out of his yard for the majority of this decade. It's <laughs> also true. And now, and now he pays you to come to it. All right, Dakota, what are we doing? 2020 and beyond. Well, there's a survey up on the Boss Hog Liberty Facebook page. If you follow us on Facebook, then uh, we posted uh, the survey that we, we've been using the same survey since uh, 2018, um, but it refreshes every time that we upload it and we get to see the results uh, based, on, based on the date that you took the survey. It is, however, anonymous, uh, so we don't, know, we don't know who said what. You can, uh, we've, we've gotten some, some pretty harsh things in there. 
Apparently people hate me. (laughs) Guffy is, it turns out 2019 Guffy, Guffy turned heel and they're, they're just tired of you now, buddy. I don't understand it. That's probably why I lost the election. (laughs) Because of us. Oh gosh. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, I was expecting more hate mail on myself. You haven't been here enough. They forgot. It's been a couple months probably. Right. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I, I think that the very first time that we put out the survey, we got hate mail on you, but that was like right in the midst of the throes of the wind farm. Yeah. So that was that people were flocking to tell us how bad you were. <laughs> it was like, well, listen, people, that was, been on a like, lot of that was like unsolicited and, survey. And you had been on like twice at that point. So it was, was like, Hey, that was okay. when they were protesting uh, uh, American structure point and, and LK yeah. farms. You yeah. y'all were just, blackballed <laughs> and we've gotten weird responses, but we've also gotten some really good things. Um, and whenever we first started doing this podcast at the top of the show notes, we would always put a weekend recap and we would spend t- about 20 minutes talking about whatever the hell we did that the weekend prior to the show. And, uh, we got a lot of feedback on the survey that people just turned out. They didn't care. Some people loved it. And some people said, yeah. you're wasting my time. I'm fast forwarding. So we, we, we tallied it up. We realized that most, that the majority of the people on the survey didn't like it. So we cut it out. We moved it. Yeah. We, Patreon. we moved it to the Patreon, but now it's not on this reset. So we listen, we actually listen to what you have to say because we care about you. And we also care about our ratings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, until we get mad and then we say it's a me show and shut up and take it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you know, there's there's some of those things like stop making fun of people on your show. It's my show. I can make fun of whoever I want to make fun of. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the way of the, that's the way of the road. We only make fun of people that uh so you have that, a right to be offended, but it's nobody's responsibility to do anything about it. <laughs> we yeah. only make first of all, everything is all in fun and yeah. it's all in jest. Yeah. And uh, once you get into the public conversation, then uh, you're on the you're on, you're on the soapbox, and here we, we go. We abuse no one more than what we abuse each other. Yeah, poor <laughs> Mason is <laughs> he has walked off the job. Yeah, I mean, we are taking people. applications to uh, to the 2020 intern class. Yeah, you know. uh, if you're entering college, <laughs> we're going to need a new one because I and think if we you're broke this a one. teacher looking for volunteer hours as well. Yeah, so absolutely. We'll we do those. have uh, we do have uh, professional credit uh, teachers. Uh, and maybe maybe it comes with a free uh, Red for Rob T-shirt too. We don't know. Yeah, who knows? Plausible. Oh, uh, you know, we have those things. If you, if we do make fun of you, if you do get offended, you know, just send us a message, and uh, you know, maybe we'll have a free week, and you can come and sit in the chair. So I honestly though, f- fill the survey out. It's there's some opportunities for you to, uh, and you don't have to answer. There's some personal questions on there, Dakota. Put he's really creepy. I didn't make uh, this survey. <laughs> you can <laughs> skip over the personal stuff. You don't have to fill out every box. But really, tell us what you like about the show, what you don't like about the show. Uh, one of the items that we've become known for over the uh, past three cycles is our local candidate election series and our state and federal candidate series. Um, we're in a new year. So if you guys want to hear more of that, tell us about it. Get in there. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. It's a lot of work. Uh, no, no lie. We do put a lot of work into it, but I think it's very rewarding. Uh, and I know it's a big part of what some of our patrons uh, care about. So if you like that, let us know. If you say no, the heck with it. I don't, that's not important to us anymore. And we want to hear something else. Give yeah. us the feedback. Tell us, tell us what you want to hear in the show. And we will, uh, we will have a meeting. And then when I'm, uh, when I'm on vacation in, in uh, February and I can't do anything about it, Dakota will make a decision and I'll be stuck with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's a, so uh, uh, what do you think's going to happen in 2020? 
in 2020. Yeah. What's your, what's your big goal? Uh, uh, we're, we're not prognosticating other stuff. We're just talking about what we're doing as a show. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm saying like if, if you had your top goal of achievement for this show, what would it be for the year? I want to keep having fun and build the community. Mm. That's what I want to do. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that there's a certain guest or a a couple of guests that I want to have very open to it. I, I, as long as this show is informational and fun, it'll grow and it's great. We, we could not have planned what the show has become. Um, so it, it guides itself and, um, it evolves over time. Uh, my big goal, I'm the exact opposite. I want Eric Holcomb to come on. (laughs) Okay. That's my big goal. All right. Or, or I would settle. For Greg Pence, high tax Holcomb, or I would settle. Greg. I would settle even further down from Greg <laughs> Pence to Mike Pence because I think we have a better chance of getting Mike <laughs> than Greg. Yeah, yeah. Uh, listen, I, you, I, I officially in the year 2020 am handing off to you the responsibility of booking the Pences because they have dodged my <laughs> phone calls for two years. I talked to his niece. I talked to their PR folks. I talked. I showed up at his office, and he showed up in Muncie the day I was in his office in Washington D.C. I am not going to be booking Greg Pence. Will, so that is on, that is, that Washington is yours to have. Okay. I officially give you the, uh, the, the Greg Pence baton. Uh, he's, he, it's your, he's yours to book in 2020. Oh, uh, look, he'll a probably, fire sticker. He'll, he'll probably be on, in, <laughs> he'll probably be on in March. Yep. All right. Final thoughts. Uh, that was, that was what I was doing for final. Thoughts. That was, <laughs> yeah, it's his first day hosting the show. Producer Chris, what you got? I thought me? it was a good place to end. Um, as we come to the end of this wonderful year, and it's the last show of the year, I'm I'm very grateful um, for all of our friendship to grow and become more than what it was. Uh, Jeremiah, you're wonderfully at this forced friendship sh- Nike <laughs> stuff. Um, you drag me, and you 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 make me grow as an individual. Dakota, man, I don't know. We uh, I don't know how our friendship actually grew because we never talked to each other and then we just hung around and next thing i know i joined a gym with you and you used to go work out with me i used I saw to you, i saw you every day it's it's true it's been like it's, um two months i know man i know but i got you in the gym i got you going and then i i let you go like a little birdie <laughs> you're all on your own now he's off Cade, the coasting you choked me out last year uh still bitter about that <laughs> two day anniversary. We can schedule. Two, we can schedule a rematch if you want. I, I don't need to be choked out. Um, <laughs> I like that in other places. Oh, <laughs> and he has then, Paige now, so it's yeah. yeah. I got Paige now. I don't need you. <laughs> and then Mason, he's an intern. But no, I'm grateful for all the friendship that the uh, Boss Hog has allowed me to get involved with, like um, Sean Defoe, Mike Broyles, um, Aaron Dickin, and I have become closer. I believe. And just being involved with the community in more boards and stuff. And it, I don't think that would have been possible without the Boss Hog of Liberty because I don't think I would have truly you, you gotten involved. pushed yourself to no. show up at stuff and to have built a relationship. Exactly. So I'm very grateful for that. And I hope it continues to grow in 2020. You've been a massive asset for us, for sure. All because you wouldn't leave. You would just show up in the studio. It's true. And, and, and I would say, well, if you're just going to sit there and watch us, sit your ass down. You're going to work. Yep, basically. And here we are. All right, Mason, final thoughts. My final thoughts are, um, come back to me. <laughs> we're ending the show. <laughs> this is, we're almost done. You this got, is your, this I is got, it. Okay. Okay. Well, 
Come back to me. <laughs> Cade. Um, no, it's good to be back. Good to see you guys. Um, we, despite the year, we had a pretty good season farming. Uh, we still got L and K beef is still open, um, year round now. So we, we filled up on some this last weekend. Did you? The moral freezer has got a significant amount of L and K beef oh, in it. Good deal. Good so well, we've not been, we've not tried it yet. So, and we're all, uh, so, they're, they're starting to play with, uh, um, possibly delivering stuff. Really? So if, good- if we can get some interest in that, uh, you know, not everybody can get out to get to the grocery store to buy, buy their meat if they'd like to have it delivered. That's something we can do. Uh, you just have to get a, get a hold of the Facebook page, send them a message. Um, you don't or, want to personally handle all the correspondence yourself. Well, it's my, my little brother runs <laughs> that part of the farm and, and really it's, it's really his, his baby, but I try to plug it as much as I can to help him out. Um, I did see he had a, an incident this week. Is he doing well? My older brother. Or your older brother. Yeah. Older brother was in a yeah. car wreck. Yeah. yeah. They're doing, they're doing fine. They're doing good. So they're getting that, they're getting all that taken care of through insurance and the, the headache that that is. No major injuries so, for them. No, though, just vehicle. No. Yep. All right. So, um, I, I guess for me, if, if you're a local landowner and you're looking for anybody to farm for you, I'm always interested to sit down and talk with you about, uh, leasing farm ground, negotiate a deal. So get a hold of me with that. You can get a hold of me through Facebook or Boss Hog Liberty. You guys can direct them. Yeah. I mean, hell, we'll trade for acreage. Too. We can make, throw in a co host. So, uh, but yeah, that's, I guess as far as 2020 and the rest of the, the new decade, I'm if you give us for 100 acres to farm for next year, <clears throat> uh, we'll let you co host what an episode. Okay. Yeah. An somebody, episode. somebody, somebody gives 100 acres to LNK. We'll, uh, we we'll still need to do like a live episode yeah. from the tractor at some point. How many good. of us can fit in the tractor at one time? I can probably get three of us in there. Can we go four? We need a producer. Plus I mean, Dakota and I. Sure. Yeah. We can do it. Somebody might have to sit, you know, on the lap, like yeah. Arrested Development style. That's fine. Assist elbows sit, over know. here. Well, we don't really need a producer with the Zoom. I know, but I don't want to feel left out. We need them. Oh. Yeah, we need a producer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Final chance, Mason. <laughs> okay. Um. Wow. Well, last week I got to meet Luke Combs um, in who, Louisville, who's, Kentucky. Who's that? He is a country singer, a very country and western singer. Western country and western. That's a hotel, right? <laughs> I don't know what country and western is. I don't know. Country but, and western is the genre of music. Ah, uh, it's not western. But <laughs> yeah, I got to meet Luke Combs. It was pretty cool. All of the boomers that le- watch this show that get mad at us are really hating you right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think I could care any less. <laughs> the country music genre is they're too is busy country arguing. Western. They're too that busy is. arguing about the impeachment. Yeah, they're, they're so on Facebook right now. They're not even worried about us. But yeah, I got to meet him. It was uh, pretty cool. We got to we snagged our Garth tickets for uh, May sixteenth and plan a nice little trip around that. It's my eight uh, rows from the stage. That's my final thoughts was to thank you for standing in eight line, to rows. Sarah and I. Oh uh, <laughs> uh, well, on to you, Jeremiah. Yeah. You're, you're third wheeling with Sarah and I, or fifth yep, wheeling. Possibly. But uh, we're camping together. We're going to go to make it a weekend in Cincinnati. We're going to go to Paul Brown Stadium, and uh, and Sarah's going to get uh, get all happy when he sings that summer. So That's wait. my song. Oh, no, wait. No, it's their song. Sarah oh, no, it's not. And Sarah and Mason mm. together. That's our song. That's our song. Wow. Sarah, that's weird. That's Sarah, a weird song. I, I, I'm just saying. Sarah like, acted like he wasn't going to sing that song, though. Like she was I like, think that's a staple for him. It, it, He's always he, sing he, it. he will he always, always sing. I that said, song. once you got eighth row seats, we need to make signs up mm-hmm. and have like, you know, like 
We all need to pick a song. Pick something that's real not deep well cut. known. You need, to, you need to say, yeah, Mason's song. Mason sign needs to say, "This is my summer." That'd be a good one. No, because he's gonna play that song. <laughs> my he sign's gonna say, song. "I heard there's a honky tonk somewhere." <laughs> in Cincinnati, and let's see if he plays that because that's one of my favorite. That's one of your. That's, that's your one of my jam. Yeah, that's a good one. That's I, on his newest album. I think it's like lame. Good Ride Cowboy. Will he do Good Ride Cowboy? Or do I have, you have to get a sign for that? I've never heard Good Ride Cowboy live. Yeah, so I might have to do something. I've like been that. three, so I've not heard. It. I would love to hear that song. All right, but maybe that's what my sign will be. We have we have five months to decide. It's gonna go like that, just like that. Yep. All right. Well, very good. And did I miss any more final thoughts, Dakota? Are you good? Nope. Good. All right. I have one. Oh my God. Okay. I'm sorry. This has been weighing heavy on my heart. You know, you guys are going to Chicago. I, I'm a producer. <laughs> I, I thought I was part of the group. Um, well, what happens? I mean, you guys, Chase, Dakota, you all, Audrey, Sarah, <laughs> Katie. Oh, plan a trip to Chicago. What about Guffy? Uh, no, leave him out hey, in the cold. Hey, Guffy, well, we can go to just, McDonald's. Just go and run into them. Yeah. No. Like, uh, oh, fancy seeing you guys here. <laughs> I don't want to be where I'm not invited. Can I cancel my Airbnb and stay with you guys? You know how, Chris, do you know how hard it is to find a four-bedroom Airbnb? I don't care, Dakota. <laughs> Quit making excuses. In you downtown know, Chicago. Do you know how hard it is to find a four-bedroom Airbnb? Because... A three was damn easy. <laughs> that took like three minutes. Jeremiah, shit. <laughs> exactly. This show is over. <laughs> so um, Does that mean I get to become the producer? <laughs> no, because oh. you've done a terrible job as an intern oh, so far. Okay, never mind. Uh, uh, the the so, producer talks less than what an intern has to. So I don't need to so, talk. So you're going to... Um, you're going you're gonna to babysit my in-laws that weekend. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you all should need to know this. January 4th, DCCW, Delaware County Championship Wrestling, Benefit Brawl for Mike King. We should all go. If you want tickets, let me know. I'm a VIP. They want me back. So you're going to be on the front row with my in-laws. Yeah. I'm going to be in Chicago. Mason's going to go with Mason's you. going. Trinity, yep. Paige. Paige doesn't uh, know, but she's going. Audrey, you're with me. Sarah, you're with me. It's, uh, it's going to be a whole, whole Muncie deal. DCCW, baby. Wow. Sounds like a- At the Guardian Brewery. No, it's not. They moved it to the Senior Citizens Home. <laughs> <laughs> where, where is that? Is it around accessible? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Kevin's going to fit in perfectly. Oh, <laughs> no. He's watching right now, too. Wow. He All is right. 60 I'm going to teach him some of my chokes. You're, <laughs> in tr- you're in real trouble now. Last call. If you want to see the Christmas stuff, jump in on the Patreon. Sign up at any level. We'll get you in there. Uh, thank you guys very much. It's been a fantastic year. Uh, no show next week on account of somebody scheduling Christmas in the middle of the week. But uh, we'll, we'll catch you all in January. Thank you for listening to the Boss Hog of Liberty, which is part of the We Are Libertarians network. I am Chris Spangle, and I am the founder of this network, and I invite you to listen to all of our shows, which you can find at wearelibertarians.com or by searching for these in your podcatcher. The flagship show is the We Are Libertarians podcast, where we apply libertarian principles to current events. The Brian Nichols Show is a conversation amongst Republicans, Democrats, libertarians, independents, as they talk about what is happening in the news 
News. And we have many other podcasts like The Chris Spangle Show, Upward, The Cost, Raw Audio Politics, Miranda's World, and Tad Talk which is quite a ride. So check all of these out. Go to WeAreLibertarians.com and you can check out all of our great podcasts. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at WeAreLibertarians.com.